Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Freddie Mercury and Queen, one of my faves, I've got to say, is don't stop me now. Well, if you try and stop an AC37, America's Cup yacht, good luck. I'll tell you why. I've been out in a rib, which is the big, you know, the big rubber ducky boats with four engines on the back with 1,600 horsepower. You cannot catch them. That's how quick these AC37s are. And they could be even quicker in 2024 with a 37th America's Cup brought to you by Louis Vuitton. So why don't we get down and dirty on a little bit and understand what's going on. Peter Lester is my commentary partner in the International Call for the America's Cup. He joins me straight right now from the yoga mat. Uh, Are you sitting in the lotus position? <laughs> Happy New Year, Stephen. <laughs> yes, you are sitting in the lotus position. I just know it. I just know it. Hey, mate. Uh, happy. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Uh, how excited are you, uh, knowing that? Or oh, it's probably three months away from seeing the new hulls and the new boats for the thirty uh, seventh America's Cup. Well, oh, key moment. Key moment. I mean, the reve- when the teams start revealing these new boats. Uh, which are the second, really, generation of, of the uh, AC-37s. Uh, or if you're a yachting pundit, I mean, it's, it's really like going to, the, like going to the, the Christmas fair, isn't it? Mm. Um, I expect the boats to look a little bit different from what we saw in Auckland, but I do think that the boats also, the challenges, of course, and Emirates Team New Zealand as a defender, they're probably going to be more in the same window. And, and what I mean by that, because it's the second time round, people have learned, and they'd have learned a lot from watching, you know, Te Ruhitai in Auckland, because that's the, that was the form horse. And so you're probably going to be along that theme. They're going to look look to Ruhitai-ish, uh, although I think probably big emphasis on aerodynamics, which means they could look a little bit radical, some of them. I, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that Emirates Team New Zealand boat could be incredibly radical. I think the the visuals of the boat, yes, I agree, because I, I believe that they're really dug deep into the aerodynamics, and it's all about drag reduction of course so that if, if you reduce drags the boat the boat is capable of going quicker the the, the new rule the, the the rule got tweaked after auckland um and so the boats are a little bit lighter about a ton uh and also they're a lot less drag in terms of the rig because they've taken away any flying sails so any any genicas any spinnakers any code zeros they're all gone and, and with that, you lose all the, the halyards or all the ropes that pull those sails up and down. So in the rig, the rig will be slipperier. The, the boat is capable of going faster. You lose the bowsprit as well, of course, and you lose all the winches on board because they've gone back to sight cause. So, so the boats in terms of the, you know, the mechanical functions are quite different. Yeah, but it's quite exciting because if you remember uh, the cup last year when there was that early race between Luno Rosa and Emirates Team New Zealand, they started what they called displacement racing and they were sitting at the top of the course and doing nothing because there wasn't enough wind. So arguably now, well, not even arguably now, uh, being a ton lighter, they should get up and out of the water a lot quicker in lighter air. 
Yeah, that's that's what the rulemakers were trying to achieve because it's not a good look. To be to be blunt, Stephen, as you and I have talked about yeah. at length, these boats are designed to foil, not to sail around in displacement mode because it just looks plain odd and it, and it's actually quite boring. Uh, I would think these boats now, with the changes that have been made, will get up out of the water at that minimum wind speed, which I believe is about six and a half knots. Now, look, you, you, you know America's Cup racing back to front. You've sailed on the big boat. You've, you've seen what it's like. It's gone from four and a half hour, who knows, races to like 40, 45 minutes. So you're a purist, right? But but you buy into what's going on now, right? The, uh, the whole idea oh, of, of foiling and flying monohulls. Because you see foils, kids on foils everywhere now. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the sport's gone through a revolution. And, and it, what is it now, 11 years since we first saw foiling big boats, and that was the Cats in 2013 in San Francisco. So in a very short you know, period of time, the sport has been through a revolution. And, and, of course, what happens at the America's Cup filters down through the rest of the sport, and it's positive. And, and you only have to look around you know, the harbour and the waterways and seeing you know, kiteboards foiling and, and you know, windsurf is foiling now. It, it is... It is an exciting facet of the sport. When the when I first saw the footballing technology, I wondered whether it was for me and whether it was good for the America's Cup. But after what we saw in Auckland in what 2021, I, I, I was 100% bought into the new technology. I absolutely love it, and I, I think we're seeing the best racing we've ever seen in the America's Cup. So it doesn't work against your DNA that they're not sitting in the water. Just you've got, you've got one foil in the water, you know, one uh, cant arm and the foil in the water. You still genuinely, because this is what the, you know, the, the negative purists will say, oh, it's not sailing. But it really is. Absolutely it is. It's just different. Um, in some aspects, I'm seeing the crew work of, of guys, you know, handling spinnaker poles yeah. and, and all the ropes for, for, uh, for spinnakers and jives. I mean, that was just fascinating but life's moved on and and now you've got this amazing these monsters that, that the technology involved to make them do what they do and and the skill of the sailors that make them do what they do and the, the physicality and you know you and i were lucky enough to hop in the pods of a Taruhutai, which has been retrofitted for the new rule up and when we when we had our visit through barcelona and it just blows me away what has been achieved, uh, you know, in a relatively short time. Your experience in sailing is triple, uh, probably 10 times more what mine was, but when we did walk through the, the shed, the, the portable shed, it's a monster in Barcelona, um, I was, sta- I, I, I got a tingle up my spine, I suppose because of the size of the boat sitting on its cradle, knowing that those things can push 50 knots. Does that still blow your mind? Oh, it's, a, it's amazing. I mean, the... You know, the geometry of the boat, when you actually stand underneath it and the foils are in and it's sitting up there looking like a praying mantis, it, it is staggering that that a, a boat of that size can can do what it does and, and also how the likes of Burling and, and the crew flick those boats around like, you know, like a, uh, racing a, a mini. Uh, they, they, they make it look so, so easy and it... Technically, it's, it's it's damn challenging, but yeah, it's. I think we're in for a treat with this regatta in Barcelona with with these new boats uh, or the second generation of the rule. 
uh, because uh, I, I can't remember, I think it was Nathan actually, Nathan Outridge said to you and I, the, it looks like the new boats might be about 12 to 15% quicker Jeez. than what we saw in Auckland. Which is which is scary, but the one thing too we also have, people have to understand is that because uh, Te Rehotau was, you know, quick, but it might not be any much quicker than any any other boat because they're all they're all learning as quick. So the margins and the the regatta might actually be closer. Oh, it will be closer without a doubt. And and I mean, you just have to look back through the history of the cup to know that when a new rule is introduced, the second generation or the third generation, and and you think back to 2000, 2003 when the Cup was in New Zealand that, that, that as we termed it, the IACC class the International America's Cup class which uh, really the first time that was used was 1993 in San Diego so by 2000 and 2003, refinement had meant the bars were very very even and we're going to see an aspect of that in, in Barcelona in, uh, this year, later this year but again there will be differences because it is only the second time, the second America's Cup, that this class has sailed in. So there will be differences, but the margins will be a lot, lot closer, I'm predicting. There's that classic line in the America's Cup, and it's a simple one, the fastest boat wins. Duh. Yeah, we know that. But when you look, <laughs> but I wonder when you're, when you're not actually sort of, the hulls aren't in the water now, uh, where are the advantages going to be made? Is it going to be uh, in the hydraulics about getting that oil around to make sure that, you know, that you can get your your rams going and your and your your arms up and down is that where you're going to is that the minutiae where the where the wind comes from yeah the, the the control system of the boat the hydraulics and the and the way the engineers have figured out how to utilize the the hydraulics and the the use of the you know transfer of oil through cyclos because it's quite restricted in terms of the accumulators on the boat so that's the amount of hydraulic pressure that they can that they can store it, it's not an open book uh, and and so certainly as an engineering hydraulics exercise, I think that will be one of the key to the door. But but notwithstanding that, I, I still think when we see the boat reveals, which is probably uh, might be three months away, uh, the refine the refinements, the refinements of the wings, the refinements of how the crew sail the boat. Because remember, there's there's three less crew on these boats, so effectively you've got four cyclos creating the hydraulic pressure or the grinding pressure and then you've got the four sailors who are making the boat go quick and so the refinement of that interface between the 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 uh, the power system of the boat created by the the cyclos and how the the speed team, including Burling and Took and Andy Maloney and, and uh, Nathan Outridge, who probably are the, the sailing team, how they use their resources to make their boat the quickest. And, and each team, for that matter, uh, will, will be intriguing. But, and, and the attention will be in the detail. Notwithstanding that, I think reliability could be a big talking point in Barcelona because it looks like quite a, a tough venue, not so much 
Not so much wind-wise. In fact, I'm expecting moderate-type conditions, but sea state. We, we talked a lot about it in, in Jeddah when we were there for the, 40, uh, the, the preliminary regatta, and I think we'll talk a lot about that in Barcelona, about reliability, breakages, and who can recover from a major breakage to get out there the next day. Well, we know what happened to American Magic Patriot in 2021, and now she's been rebuilt and soon to be decommissioned. But do the Americans scare you slightly? Their program has been enormously busy since 2023, and we know that money's not an issue yet, and they've probably got arguably... You know the best foiling helmsman there, and Tom Slingsby. Would would they be one of maybe two teams that will go all the way to challenge Emirates Team New Zealand in the match? They could. They could. I, I, I'm predicting the uh, Louis Vuitton final will actually be American Magic, who you've talked about, and and, and Luna Rossa, who were the the challenger here against Emirates Team New Zealand. I I, I the way it's stacking up, I would be surprised if that's not the challenger final and an american magic given you know the the technology base in the u.s and and a, certainly their sailing team but but it is a design re, a regatta i think and and you know slingsby arguably is the best sailor in the world at the moment amazing track record you know from a, a gold medalist in the laser class to to winning the america's cup in in 2013 with oracle um, yeah, I, I think they're really strong in the back of the bus in, in terms of the, the sailing team. But you've got to have a fast boat. So, so again, there is a bit of a question mark about the, the American Magic design team, whether they're actually as strong as some of the other ones. And, and again, that'll be a talking point. I, I'm, I'm neutral on that. I, I think they'll be just fine and um, they'll be... W- absolutely one of the teams to watch. Does it surprise you we're not talking about the challenger of record in the Britannia? Well, they've been a bit woeful, Stephen, to be honest. Um, they were, you know, their, their test boat looks like it was a bit of a lemon. Uh, in fact, that now has been decommissioned and they're using two of the AC-41 design boats like we saw in the preliminary regattas. So they seem to me to be a little bit of behind the eight ball. And, and I just noted in the, um, in the news in the last week that, that Ben Ainsley stepped down from, from, uh, from doing sail GP so mm-hmm. he can really concentrate 100% of his time to the America's Cup. Uh, and to me, that, that is showing that Ben has prioritised the America's Cup, obviously, over sail GP. And maybe that they really need to you know, prioritise in on this uh, new boat that they're coming along. Look, given the the sailing talent and the design talent and the expertise in GBR, you wouldn't write them off. But right now, I think they're a click behind some of the other teams. Okay, one final thought. Take take any patriotism, nationalism out of the equation. Can Emirates Team New Zealand realistically defend three in a row? I think they can. Yes, I and I and I do take off my um, my Cantabrian one eye. Yeah, please, <laughs> please, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there, mate. No, that's not. Um, yes, I do. I, I, and I, and I come from 
really the technical base that I've got. I think Dan Bernasconi, their head of design, absolutely the the best at the game, uh, you know, and he's got a track record to prove that. I, I think Team New Zealand lead the charge in terms of the AC you know, the, the AC37 technology race, I think their 75-footer to Ruhatai that they had here was probably a generation, maybe a generation mm-hmm. and a half ahead of everyone else. Okay. Um, and that wouldn't have gone unnoticed by the others. I, I think Team New Zealand go in as the red-hot favourites. All right, Peter Lester, thanks as always for your insight. Time to get back to the yoga mat. What's the hardest position, bud? I've kept away from it. God, you're a cheeky bugger, you know? <laughs> I'm oh. going to get you down there. Oh, yeah, well, well, yeah, mate, I, 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 I struggled across my legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bud. Appreciate your time.